Throughout this week, Holy Week, we will encounter six people who had a front row seat in this incredible real-life drama that was the last week of Jesus' life. Sometimes this story feels only like a story to those of us who've heard it so many times, but it was real. It was painful and rich and life-giving for generations and generations of Christians after it, but how much more so for those who lived then and loved this man named Jesus? Just as we have found that there are gifts in the wilderness, these people perhaps also found their place in the world, their true calling, as a result of a walk in the wilderness of life. Let us follow these ancient people to call us more deeply into our faith story. Six days before the Passover, Jesus came to Bethany, the home of Lazarus, whom he had raised from the dead. There they gave a dinner for him. Mary took a pound of costly perfume made of pure nard, anointed Jesus' feet, and wiped them with her hair. The house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. Judas objected. Why was the money not used to feed the poor? Jesus said, Leave her alone. She bought it so that she might keep it for the day of my burial. I was in the middle of the marketplace that day, and it just hit me like an overwhelming wave of feeling. I loved him so much. It was a love beyond anything I'd ever known. Not romantic, not like a sibling, certainly like family, but he was so much more to me. He was a teacher, he was a priest, he was a wise one, he was hope itself. And for the first time in those days before the terrible thing happened, I felt he might not be invincible. He had told us, he'd warned us, he'd had been saying this could happen all along, but I just couldn't imagine it. He was so eternal, it seemed, like nothing, not even God, would dare take him away from us. But the tension was building. I will beg him, I thought, to not go to Jerusalem. Just go back to Galilee. Go to the hills. Go to Nazareth. Go anywhere but Jerusalem right now. But even as I thought it to myself, I knew he wouldn't go. This is where he was supposed to be. With all these people gathered for Passover, Jerusalem is where he had to be. And I knew he might never leave. I suddenly became aware that I was standing stock still, oblivious to all around me here in the marketplace and I began to double over with fear. But just as I did, my eyes came to rest on the stall to my right, a jar, a most beautiful jar of anointing oil. The seller offered it to me for a price that seemed outrageous and I didn't care. No price could compare with the price of my teacher. My master would pay. And so I bought it. Whether in life or death, my beloved friend would need it. Mary's anointing of Jesus belonged to the tradition of honoring someone with sweet-smelling oil made of a combination of many herbs. This was used at the consecration of kings and also as anointing for burial. In this one act, Mary offers signs of love and honor. The early Christians then used the same scented oil as part of their baptismal and confirmation rites to emphasize their new identity with Christ which also means anointed one. 
So today, we remember Mary's act of love.